Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. What an amazing, amazing day. It's so interesting. I, I want to kind of share a little story, and Benny, you're involved in this too. Oh, boy. I want to, uh, yeah, I know. I guess it's I have like no Mr. choice. Mr. Benny, my producer since 2004, actually. Um, so it's so interesting, Benny, right? Yesterday, coming to the studio, uh, both Katya and I, traffic, right? Mm-hmm. Both of us. And I don't even know what went on. Today, I thought, well, I'm going to give myself a little extra time, right? Just got out there. And as I'm uh, getting, uh, actually getting on to the 405, right, up by Bothell, shooting by me is this fire truck, right, and the police and the whole thing. And traffic is bumper to bumper, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually it's a little bumper to bumper, but but it's clear we were not moving. <laughs> And so one of the things I thought about, I thought about, okay, I have to make a decision really soon. So let me stay on this a bit longer and just see where this goes. And by about 9.30, let's say, before my show starts at 10 Pacific, about 9.30, I'm on the phone with Michelle, and Michelle, I said, Michelle, can you check the traffic? And she looked at the traffic. Now, here's what I've learned about traffic. It's so interesting, Benny. Maybe you can chime in on this. You know, you get green lines, you get yellow lines, you get red lines, and you get black lines. And they fill in. And so I never really understood what that was. But I had to make a decision based on some information, but also based on my gut feeling. You know, I had no information about whether there was an accident. Uh, Michelle gave me some information about red and black, and I don't even know what that means. I think she said black is worse than red when you look at the, the traffic map. I don't know. Is that true, Benny? It is very true, Pat. Okay, so that's what was going on. So here, I'm coming up to an exit, right, where I have to make a decision. Now, half hour, I got from Bothell to the edge of Kirkland, and I had to make a decision that am I going to stay on here and probably get all of us crazy nervous about, is she going to make it to the studio on time, is she not? Or am I going to get in touch with what's going on within me, find out what's what feels right, and make that decision? And, you know, it's so interesting that I had a conversation earlier today with somebody about taking risks and what that means. But I will tell you, it was so clear to me that I needed to get off on whatever that exit was, hop over the 405, get back on, get back to the office, and do the show. And so Benny was right when he did the traffic. Now, I hadn't I hadn't talked to Benny about the traffic, 
But, you know, if you listen to what he had to say, it was really clear. He said, well, just about the only place that's actually moving is the 405 North. And that's actually what I got on and got back to the office within seven minutes. So seven minutes to get really from where I was in the logjam. But, you know, this all has to do with the feeling inside that all of us has. And it directly relates to my show today and, and the path of synchronicity. Align yourself with your life's flow with my very special guest, Dr. Alan Hunter. Because had I not done that, I probably ran a 50-50 chance of actually making it to the studio. I don't know, Benny, given what you saw in the traffic, do you think I would have made it to the studio? Uh, you've been it, cutting it kind of close. I probably would have had to fill a little bit. But uh, traffic's looking pretty good right now, actually. I so. know. I, I know. I, I, but, it always happens. But you see, I know. It's So this is what's kind of cool about this conversation. We have to make decisions in split seconds sometimes. Mm-hmm. We really do, don't we? Yeah. I mean, you ride that motorcycle. Well, okay, maybe you're not doing it now. But when you used to take your motorcycle on that motorcycle path, uh, track, you would go like what, 120 miles an hour? Uh, that's, uh, through a few turns, but I've, uh, increased it through other turns, yes. You did? Yeah. Okay. You have to make a decision. Oh, yeah. Split second decisions. It's even faster than that. Coming around those turns, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't usually make them from your head. No. No. So this is why this was such a perfect thing to happen today to set this up for my uh, interview with Dr. Alan Hunter. I got to interview Dr. Alan Hunter over the 9, 9, 9, 10, 9, 11 weekend and talking about synchronicity and flow. Since that point in time, I've been acutely aware of synchronicity and flow, but more importantly, some of the synchronicities that have shown up have been amazing. So the question then becomes for Dr. Dr. Allen and for all of you out there, and his book is phenomenal, The Path of Synchronicity, Align Yourself with Your Life's Flow. Because when you're in that flow, just like Benny going around that motorcycle track and uh, some great pictures of that, 120 miles plus, you, you know, just, just zoom in around there. There's a level of flow that happens. So you don't have to be traveling at 120 miles plus miles an hour or you don't have to be jumping from a plane you know like 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 I love to do to experience that flow the question is how do we how do we understand and ex- and access that synchronicity in every part of our lives how did that synchronicity how did that idea of get off and it felt so easy. The minute I made that decision, maybe Dr. Allen could talk about this. You know, there's the drama that leads up to your decision. And then there's the decision. The minute I did it, Benny, and I put on that blinker and I got off on that exit, I felt relieved. I felt like, oh, I can breathe. And and whatever happens during the shows today and how this rolls, this is such a lesson about life. Not only are we going to talk about this, but we're going to be talking about certain archetypes that shows up in our lives. You know, this is his recent book. It's his 10th book. And I've, I've got to get some pointers from him on writing my first book. It, it, it's the path of synchronicity. It asks us to consider what is the universe needing us to do rather than what we think will make us famous and wealthy. When I signed on to do radio, I was not thinking of fame or wealth. But how does the flow of synchronicity ultimately lead us to our heart's desires, an abundant life, 
and living life full out. Dr. Alan Hunter is here to talk about that and much more. Dr. Hunter, I'm so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so thrilled to to be with you again, Pat. And your example from the traffic is a beautiful one, isn't it? Well, it is because sometimes when we read, like, um, you know, like when I read your book the first time, right? Um, and and I, I love this, you know, synchronicity or just dumb luck. And I, I love that I had this, behind, you know, kind of underneath my belt because these are practical decisions. Sometimes when we talk about, uh, you know, constructs like synchronicity, it gets very deep for people. And so I'm hoping today's show we can weave in how this beautiful, beautiful message by you is helping people every day in their lives. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yes, indeed. Well, I, th- I think the most important thing to do is to is to think of synchronicity not as something that just happens to us and we accept it passively, but as you described in your Adventures in Traffic, we are open to possibilities that we must then act on that lead us to where we need to be. So this is you know, one of the great lessons of the universe is that we don't just sit around waiting for things to drop into our laps, but that we have to listen to our hearts or, or possibly our gut, if you prefer to call it that way. I, I, I think heart is the better word. We have to listen to our hearts in everything, every little thing, and say, what feels right about now? And unfortunately, the head tends to get in the way and second-guess us. And we say, well, that doesn't make any sense because, 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 because. And sometimes we don't manage to take the synchronous opportunity that is right in front of us that says, take this turn, go around the other side, join the, 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 the road further on, and you will get where you need to go. I think many people consider that synchronicity is... Um, it's sort of one of those one of those big long words that applies to other people. But what I tried to show in the book is that it's always there, always present for all of us if we pay attention and if we if we listen to our hearts. And when we do that, when we act on the information that comes our way according to what feels absolutely true and right, then things will unfold in the way that they are supposed to. You know, isn't it interesting because I was interviewing um, Andrew Cohen the other day and um, we were talking about, uh, and again, you know, we're talking about, you know, this this level of synchronicity and uh, this level of connectivity and, and I was really struck by the idea if you go back to the beginnings and I say the beginnings without any anything else, I mean, I actually worked with Arno Penzias at Bell Labs, and, you know, Penzias and Wilson were the big bang guys, right? That's right. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And and when that research came to bear, came to the forefront, it opened up a lot of conversations. But what I'm really struck by is when I think about their research and the idea of how the universe was created, isn't that, in fact, synchronistic? Ah, yes, maybe the biggest, earliest, hugest synchronic event we can think of. I mean, everything just occurred in this blast of wonderful energy. And perhaps we are, all of us, connected to that because the energy continues in a slightly more diluted form. It's the energy of the universe, and that's what synchronicity is. 
we get into the energy that is already out there, that's already moving us along. And we can only get into that energy if we stop and notice what that energy is. And that is very difficult for most people because we have divided our day up into schedules and where we're supposed to be and, and we stop thinking about what's happening and we start thinking about the oughts of this world, where we ought to be, where we should be, where, where someone else wants us to be. Instead of which we could say, what is it that the universe needs us to do in order to serve its purpose? Well, it needs us to align with its energy, and its energy is much bigger than we are, because it created us. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is what I love about this. We're actually going to give away five copies of uh, Dr. Allen's book. We're going to take a short break when we come back. That alignment with the big thing, bigness. You know, what we actually call, and actually my book is based on the epic world. This idea of epic and the energy around this. You know, Dr. Allen, it used to be okay just to be hanging out in life, but things are moving so quickly. And now we're hanging on. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. When we come back, we'll talk of head versus heart, the guiding hand, and the greatest challenge for most of us, ask for what you need. We'll be right back. In your Are you ready for a joyful and successful realty experience? Today's real estate market is challenging, complex, and constantly changing, and is one of the best times in years to buy or sell a home. But you'll need to find the right person to help you on your journey, one who understands the opportunities and will make this the best experience of your life. Kathy Stauff is just that person, an experienced real estate agent who knows the pitfalls, can spot the red flags, and guide you to a successful, positive purchase or sale. Kathy Stauff can spot the real deals, saving you time chasing a listing only to find it's not available. Known as the positive real estate agent, Kathy will make your next sale or purchase easy, fun, and successful. Start this journey with positive energy. Call Kathy at 206-276-1070. That's 206-276-1070. Or visit PositivePathHome.com. PositivePathHome.com for the most positive realty experience of your life. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Hi, Katya here from Urban Wellness, your local herb shop, with your herbal tip of the week. Slippery elm and marshmallow root. Some simple, effective help for acid reflux or inflammation anywhere in the gastrointestinal tract. Slippery elm bark or marshmallow root can be taken in powder form, shaken up with water or juice, or prepared as a tea to provide soothing and healing relief. Thanks for tuning in to my Herbal Tip of the Week. Come see us at 103 Lake Street South in Kirkland, Washington, or online at urbanwellness.net.
About a year ago, I was feeling really stuck. I had been doing yoga, but I was bored with my practice and felt like something was missing. That's why I heard about the College of Purna Yoga. Even though I didn't think I wanted to teach, I really got interested when I found out that it's not just for yoga teachers. I learned about yoga, meditation, how to care for my body, and how to develop self-confidence. The teachers were fantastic. The course was so much fun, and I really felt cared for. Now I feel my life is changing and growing. I feel new in my yoga and new in my life. The College of Purna Yoga. Save 20% when you apply with a friend. Visit yogatrainingseattle.com. That's yogatrainingseattle.com. break out in song and sing that puppy. Benny, you are now going back into my teenage years. Do you know that? I had no idea on that one. The House of the Rising Sun. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know how many people know. You know who sings that, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, House of the Rising Sun. Um, Well, that's the song title. The group is The Animals. The Animals, of course. Yeah. I mean, all of us trying to grow up and be all that we can be. Mm. Actually, when I was a teenager, I didn't even understand that we could be all. Oh, you're trying to be an animal yourself. It's understandable. I was absolutely good for you. Yep. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere between animal and Woodstock. That's where I was. They go hand in hand. Wow. Totally. Wow, Benny. Who knows where Benny gets these songs from? You talk about synchronicity. That's what he does. He just goes in there. Synchronicity. Picks a song, and bam, there we go. Dr. Alan Hunter, my very special guest today, we're going to give away five copies of this book. And let me tell you why five. Uh, This is such an important book. Many of you who've been calling into the show all week long, wondering about your numbers, wondering about, you know, your next step, I will tell you, if you read this book, you're not going to have to wonder any longer. You're going to get some insight in, uh, and I will tell you, this is, this is a book that cuts right to the chase. You're going to hear it today. Benny, we have five copies of this amazing book to give away, and I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Benny now. Just give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Uh, Dr. Hunter, thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, delighted to be here. Delighted. Who knew we would start out talking about traffic and then really talk about (laughs) how to create the lies? I made a joke during the break, and I said, you know, I was down in Claremont getting my doctorate, and, you know, actually right in the building next door was Peter Drucker and the gentleman that was doing all the research on flow. And, And so many of us heard about this, but I was too busy, too busy, you see? So our busyness is gets us in our heads. What is the relationship between this head and heart dynamic? Ah, exactly the right question to ask. Well, unfortunately for for most of us, we live in a head-centered world. You know, we're we're in the rational world of what seems to be a good idea in order to get ourselves ahead right now. And that tends always to be a very short-sighted view. Of course it's a short-sighted view. Um, because we're human and we have short sight. <laughs> we can only see perhaps as far as the end of next month or possibly the end of the year, but not much further than that. 
So your example of being at Claremont and here are all these people working on flow and you being <laughs> too focused on the day-to-day -to, -day to be able to pay full attention to it is kind of a, a symbol of what we all tend to do. We get into this headspace where we're always doing what seems reasonable in terms of our society and what everyone thinks is a good idea and is rational and defensible, but we forget, oh, only too easily we forget that we have a heart, and the heart may have other needs, other longings, and other notions, and the heart is the, is the energy that perhaps gives us hints that say, why not try this, or really you'd be happier doing this than doing that. And it tends to say, I know it might not make much sense, but try it anyway. And sometimes people say, oh, you know, that's the realm of inspiration, isn't it? And I say, yes, it is inspiration. Because what we're doing is we're getting out of the usual flow, and I'll use the word flow very freely here, <clears throat> we get out of the usual, perhaps bogus flow of the mind, and we get into the more intuitive, more heart-based sense of, it has to be this way, I can't quite explain why. That's when we're being authentic, that's when we connect with the energy of the universe, and it shows us where to go. Maybe I'll give you a, a little example here. I would uh, love an example, because, yeah. you know, what happens is, we have a situation that shows up in life, right? Yeah. Whether it's traffic... Um, whether it's uh, you have to take your child to the doctor, uh, whether it's but some kind of problem, some kind yeah. of thing that shows up in life, and 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 you know what's so interesting and I love about this is when Einstein said you can't solve the problem at the human level, right? Exactly. I don't think any of us really got that. You see yeah. what I'm saying? I think everybody yeah. was like, oh yeah, that's right, but nobody actually understood what he was talking about. Exactly. And so here we are today, right? And we're looking at this this idea of flow. But yeah. aren't we also looking at this idea that when things show up in life, it really requires extraordinary creativity, not mm -hmm. at the human level, though? Yes. Things turn up in our lives which are extraordinary and inconvenient and difficult, but then they, they come, as it were, with a little tag attached to them that says, so what are you going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the challenge. What are we going to do with this? If we simply look at it and say, oh, it's a problem which I can only solve one way, then yes, that's what it'll be. It'll be a problem that you can only solve by running around a lot. But perhaps the problem is not quite as you see it. Perhaps it's, it's a wholly different thing. So imagine, you know, um, I, I was, it's interesting you mentioned uh, dealing with a sick child because I was just talking to um, the parent of one of my students here about this, uh, this young lady's uh, being ill. And the parent was saying, oh, you know, I, I don't have time to take her for the tests and, you know, all I am, I'm so stressed, I'm running around, I'm running around. And I said, you know, I really understand that. Would it help you if you were to look at this now as a chance for you and your daughter as you drive to the hospital for the tests, as you sit, would it, be, would it be better to look at it as a wonderful opportunity for you to reconnect in rather a vital way? And, and she looked at me and said, well, it's all very well for you to say that. <laughs> uh, um, and I tried it again, and eventually she said, well, yeah, you've got a point, you've got 
Now, this, is, this isn't just flipping a problem into, into a, an easy solution. It requires you know, a certain toughness of spirit that says, okay, this is what's happening, but there's something in here that wants me to understand something new. There is a nudge here towards a higher awareness, and I've got to respond to that. And that's really the, the essence, the essential quality of synchronicity is that it sends us tests, of course it does, and then it says, can you see what lies behind this? Um, in my book, I give the example of, of um, a, a man who runs a bookstore near me who was, was going to, to shoot himself, he was a security guard, if, if his shop had to close. He was three months behind on rent. And so that night he had his loaded revolver and, you know, he, he took a couple of dollars and he said, I'll, I'll play the, the, the numbers game as well. Numbers uh, is a form of lottery. And the next day he won just enough money to pay the back rent on his little store for three months, which is what he owed. And he said this to me. He was almost crying. He said, wow, what does it mean? And... Uh, I said, well, it could mean a number of things. He said, well, should I be in church more? You know, and I, I then said to him, well, it may be saying something to you really important about what it is that you still have to do before you check out, before you die, that now there is something that you have to do. And perhaps for him, that is running this wonderful, quirky bookstore and opening people's minds because that's, his, that's what the universe needs him to do. Now, for many people, this sort of sense of synchronicity can only come as a result of, of really quite, you know, severe shocks to the system because we're human, we're stuck in the ways we think, and um, we, we sometimes need to be jolted out of it. That was his jolt. Uh, I've had my own jolts in different ways, and each time it's been necessary to get me out of my head and back to my heart to tell me, you're not running your life the way that is going to be of most use to everybody because you're stuck in your ego. <laughs> That's a hard lesson for anyone to learn. And I've learned it several times. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, Dr. Allen, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I just, it's worn me down. And, you know, I, I, I think that I got, I, I'm in the profession I'm in, I'm doing the radio I'm doing, is because I think the universe is trying to speed up my path at this point in time in my life. So I get to interview people and have conversations with people like you so that I keep getting reminded, I do not want to get, what did you call it? I do, I don't want the universe to nudge me anymore because, you know, the, <laughs> I just don't. It, you know, the nudge from the universe for me is usually a giant two-by-four, and I'm really open to a different way. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about acting with courage. Acting with courage, the metaphor of Prince Five Weapons. And maybe Dr. Allen will share his own personal synchronistic story. He, like me, after we got our doctorates, we kind of hung out doing some strange things, but look at the life and the way the weaving is going now. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Going under the knife for spinal surgery should be your last resort. Get a copy of this free special report, What Your Doctor Doesn't Want You to Know About Back Surgery. 
Get the report online at wellnessone.net or call them toll-free at 866-499-7509. Read the report. It will take about eight minutes in order to make a better informed decision about your back pain. Visit wellnessone.net or call 866-499-7509. Integrative Dentistry provides a broad range of holistic dental services by using healthy materials, full body understanding, and quality care. Dr. Mitch Martyr focuses on natural dentistry by combining alternative treatments with conventional procedures. He has done extensive research and continuing studies in a broad range of allied fields, including TMJ and pain treatment, orthodontics, periodontology, mercury removal, toxicology, nutrition, herbal medicine, acupuncture, massage, craniosacral, and homeopathy. Call for an appointment or free consultation at 206-367-6453. That's 206-367-6453. And visit MitchMartyrDDS.com. That's MitchMartyrDDS.com. I was dealing with anxiety and depression, and nothing seemed to help me. Then I started to work with Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough Program. In just a few sessions, he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges. As a result, I feel more centered and confident than ever before. And now I have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey. Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life. Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub, and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit our website at CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. If you are still struggling with extra pounds and want to learn positive long-term strategies to lose weight and keep it off forever, check out choosingyourhealthypath.com. The upcoming women's retreat on October 28th is all about wellness. The three-day retreat is positive, fun, and informative. Be inspired, get motivated, have fun, and learn at this action-packed retreat at the Alderbrook Resort. Reinvent your life and have fun doing it. Visit choosingyourhealthypath.com to transform your life today. Welcome back, everyone. The Path of Synchronicity. Align yourself with your life's flow. Dr. Alan Hunter joining us here today. Wait till you hear his story. Benny Benny has, uh, let me know, we have two books left. We want to make sure you all get them. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. You know, I got to chat with uh, Dr. Hunter a couple of weeks ago. And I got to read his book again. And then since that time, since I knew it was coming on, I have read his book yet another time. Every time I read it, 
there's a new message that I look at, and I ask myself the question, am I going to do this? Am I going to understand what he's talking about here, and am I going to make a change in my life? And both of us have had such extraordinary moments where we're getting messages and we have to make decisions. And those decisions lead to other decisions and other opportunities. And so before we talk about courage, Dr. Hunter, I would love for you to share your New York experience. Uh, Well, I think my Boston experience is the one. uh, Yes. Okay, yes. Sorry. Well, uh, (laughs) this is one of those stories which one looks at in retrospect and says, good gracious, how on earth did this happen? Uh, uh, So I'll tell you the story. Uh, I came to the United States and I had no job, uh, although I was married to an American woman at the time, and I was looking for a job and I knew that I wanted to be a college teacher. That's what I wanted to be. That's why I'd come to Boston, because there are lots of colleges there. And I got an interview. uh, I got a call to come to interview at my present college, Curry College. And I didn't have a car, so I thought, okay, you know, um, it's got to be easy to get to by some means because it's a college. So I did my research, and um, I got on the, the subway, and that took me to the end of the line, and I figured, fine, there's got to be a bus, lots of time, or if there's no bus, I'll, I'll hail a cab. So I took, a, um, took the red line to Mattapan Square, which at the time, 25 years ago, was a slightly rough area. looked fine to me, but uh, later I was told it was very rough. Well, there were no buses, which, coming from England, I thought that was very strange. You know, no buses. Uh, And worse still, there were no cabs. So I used one of those old-fashioned pay phones that tells you how long ago it was and called the cab company. And the cab company said, no, we won't pick up people from there. And I thought, you know, this is 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. Um, How bizarre. So I started to walk, and the distance I figured was probably about a mile and a half. I could probably make it. So I started walking off in what I thought was the right direction. And because I was late and anxious, um, I stuck my thumb out to uh, hitch a ride, which is what I would have done in England. And and, uh, I stuck my thumb out, and almost immediately this huge car, I didn't know American cars very well at the time, but this huge vehicle screeched to a halt beside me, and inside was this very beautiful young woman, lots and lots of groceries, and a baby. And she said, get in, get in. Uh, So I said, well, you know, I'm trying to get to Curry College. And she said, oh, my God, she said, she handed me the baby. I'm holding the baby, this six-month-old baby in my arms. She said, oh, my gosh, she said, you're going completely the wrong way. I'll take you there. And she she pulled a U-turn so tight that the tires squealed, either that or it was the other motorists who were avoiding her, peeled off into the correct direction. Of course, all the grocery bags slid across the seat, and I now had the baby and the groceries all over me. Uh, And she, she pushed as hard as anyone possibly could on the accelerator, went through several red lights <laughs> and and deposited me at the gate of the college. And I, so I said, well, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. And she said, fine, 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 um, you'll be late. Just, you know, hand me back the baby. <laughs> so I handed back this um, 
delightful child uh, and was standing by the front college gates. Uh, whereupon the security guard said, so what do you want? I said, well, I'm going for an interview. I'm supposed to be there in a couple of minutes. Uh, you know, can you tell me where I have to go and how to get there? Well, he wasn't pleased about any of this, and he certainly couldn't uh, give me coherent directions as to how to get there. And whilst I'm talking, a, a large Lincoln Continental, I remember it was a Lincoln Continental, pulled up beside me, and it was one of the directors of one of the um, uh, alumni associations, and he said, can I be of help? I said, well, I'm really trying to find this building because I have a job interview, and, and by now the time had dwindled. I, I said, I have to be there in three minutes. <laughs> he said, no trouble. So I got into this enormous car, and he, thank goodness, he drove me from one end of the campus to the far end, which is where I needed to be. It was a huge campus, um, so I could never have made it on foot. And there was nobody around to ask because it was out of normal term time. So I would have been <laughs> totally lost you know, with no one to ask. And before oh, wow. cell phones, of course. And he, he dropped me at the, the door, and I thanked him profusely. And I was now, I looked at my watch, I think I was at that point 30 seconds or a minute and 30 seconds late. So I thought, oh, no, because you know, I... I want to be a college teacher. So I ran up the stairs and the secretary was there and I said, <laughs> you know, I'm here for the interview. And she said, oh, relax. They're just finishing up with the previous candidate. So I wow. got to sit down for about two minutes, you know, and, and I'm thinking to myself, gosh, how, how wonderful and bizarre is this? And the door opened, the previous candidate came out and the important thing I realized later was that at this point, I was so kind of scrambled by the event that I wasn't thinking in terms of, oh, you know, I must make sure my tie is straight and, uh, you know, my, my hair is properly combed. I wasn't thinking in those ways at all. I was, in fact, simply being me. And I walked into the room and I said hello to the gentleman and there were the two ladies in there um, and I said hello to them. And for some reason, we somebody said something and we started laughing. And we spent the next hour and a half having a wonderful time making jokes and laughing. And, shit. <laughs> and I thought, how extraordinary is this? What's happening here? <laughs> uh, and not surprisingly, they called me later in the day and said, you know, you've got the job. And I said, well, thank you. I'm very happy. And I'm so glad you called because... Um, there's this other place that wants me that I don't want to work at, and they're breathing down my neck uh, for an answer, and now I can give them an answer. And so the, when it, looking at it, it's as though all these circumstances aligned themselves independent of my will and brought me to the place that I now, 25 years later, that I now realize was actually the perfect fit for who I was to become over those 25 years. In my mind, I probably thought, oh, you know, I should be going to Boston University or, or Harvard because they're big-name places. But they wouldn't have been as good a match as Curry College has been for me for these 25 years. You see, the universe gave me, in this occasion and many other occasions, and will give all of us exactly what we need, not what we want, because we want all sorts of crazy stuff, but it gave me exactly what I needed in order to be a useful human being and to grow my soul. That's the way I explain it to people. Because
that's not just dumb luck, that's not just a chain of incredible circumstances. It is, in my own humble way, um, I think it's a time when the universe gave me a, a jolly good shove in the right direction and kept shoving until I got the message. That's what synchronicity is. You know what I love about that story? I mean, and I know our listeners relate to this, and certainly I do. There's a part that you played in it, and this is really, I think, one of the misconceptions of synchronicity sometimes. Um, yeah. There's a part you played in it. Honestly, you could have given up at, yeah. the, at the very beginning when the woman said to you, you're going in the wrong direction. You could have absolutely just folded and gone home. But you had many points in time along that journey to give up and say no. And you didn't panic. Well, you didn't panic, did you? I'm so curious about how you would describe your energy during this, this one journey. Yes. That's the most important thing because, you know, it's one of those things at the time as you say, I could have panicked, I could have given yeah. up. Instead yeah. of which, what I, I realized, all the important synchronistic moments, and especially this one, required me to be absolutely open, just to let go of judgment, to let go of preconceptions, and just say, oh, this really feels like it's where I'm supposed to be. And that's absolutely vitally important, because otherwise the head gets in the way, and we tell ourselves, oh, this isn't worth it, and we talk ourselves out of what is really going on. It's this, this openness that sometimes only comes of despair or uh, its close cousin um, when we feel slightly defeated. Sometimes that's when we open our eyes widest and say, you know, I'm not defeated, I'm just looking at this the wrong way. Yes. And that, that's yes. a very important aspect of synchronicity. Most people I love closed, it. Well, uh, you know, Dr. Allen, one of the things that uh, I so appreciate in the way you describe this is uh, it is a way that everybody listening to this show c- can relate to because we've all been, and believe me, I know what it's like to go through losing just about everything that you thought was important to you, yeah. but then to be able to look up and see something different. Uh, exactly, exactly. Less but it helps you get up. And when we come back from break, act with courage. But before we do, I want to make sure you have Dr. Allen's website. Lots of great information here. Find out about his books uh, and much more. Go to uh, Allenhunter.net. When we come back, what is this metaphor that he talks about in the book? Act with courage. Don't we do that anyway, or is it a certain kind of courage? Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Ocean's Flavor Natural Sea Salts are specialty products with less sodium, up to 68% than standard table salt, free of any chemicals or artificial flavors. Ocean's Flavor Natural Sea Salts maintain 84 necessary minerals for a balanced diet and healthy body. All Ocean's Flavor Natural Sea Salts may be purchased at oceansflavor.com. And now Ocean's Flavor Natural Less Sodium Sea Salts 
has introduced heart-healthy gourmet seasonings at 68% less sodium than table salt. Available in Mexican, Italian, garlic, seasoned, Asian, barbecue, Cajun, and chipotle flavors. The sodium is the lowest of any seasonings on the market today. Purchase heart-healthy gourmet seasonings on the web at oceansflavor.com and in many national grocery chains. Oceansflavor.com, the only salt company that produces 100% natural, low-sodium sea salt. Do you dream of being on the amazing race? Well, here's your chance. Grab a friend and prepare for an exhilarating race around the city when City Solve Urban Race comes to your city. Teams of two will solve clues and face fun challenges while racing around the city. The winning team gets $300 and a chance to be in the Las Vegas Championship race to compete for a grand prize of $5,000. Not only will you have a ton of fun, you'll also be helping a good cause. A portion of the proceeds will benefit a local charity. To start racing, go to CitySolveUrbanRace.com. What are we attracting in our life and relationships and why? And how can we let go of attracting and being attracted to things that may not serve us? Peter Kane has been facilitating deep relationship work for over 30 years. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy. Peter is passionate about bringing aliveness into your life and relationships. Contact Peter Kane for counseling, coaching, or breath work. Visit peterkane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425-802-2050. Get ready to feel more alive. Alive with a Deal brings you the truth behind things you experience every day, ways you can heal yourself, and choices that make you feel truly alive. A Deal is a true Renaissance man, a world-renowned yoga master and attorney, and has degrees in physics, math, hypnotherapy, massage, operatic singing, plus he's an expert in green home building. Alive with a Deal discusses health for your body, from heartache to heartburn, your mind, from judgment to joy, your home, from cooking to color, and your spirit so you you can bring forth your talents hidden deep within. A deal bravely discusses things most people wouldn't touch. Delivered with compassion, integrity, and wit. Alive with a deal is about your own healing so that you feel more alive. Tune in each Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Transformation Talk Radio and Alternative Talk. Feel more alive. Alive with a deal. Welcome back, everyone. Benny, Benny, Benny is going to be busy today. The Path of Synchronicity, thank you all. All of the books um, have been given away thanks to Dr. Alan Hunter joining us here today. Align yourself with your life's flow. You know, there's never been a more important message than this message right now today for a lot of reasons. Maybe Dr. Alan will comment on this. I think many of us are feeling that everything around us is just being absolutely accelerated you buy a smartphone and you find out the next day oh it's not the same smartphone you bought because now there's a smarter phone so I think somebody should actually say oh this is not a smartphone we now have a smarter phone and call it the smarter phone because it's so quickly how things are happening so when we look at his book and especially this idea of act with courage there's so many things we could learn from this. Dr. Allen, thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, this is a great conversation, Pat. I'm enjoying every second. Act with courage. Let's talk yeah. about this chapter in the book because it's not what people think it is. <laughs> 
Well, acting with courage um, doesn't mean just going out and doing something, whatever it is, with great bravery. What it means is listening to that internal voice and then being prepared to act on it and act on it no matter what anyone else says, no matter whether there seems to be any obvious reward to it. Mm -hmm. Because in some ways when we get the information that we need to do something, this is often, very often, if we're listening carefully, this is our authentic self saying, I want to do this. Don't question too closely. Now obviously, you know, we're not here to indulge ourselves, but we are perhaps here to grow our creative selves and to grow our relationship to other people. And we can't do that unless we're prepared to take action and stick to it. And many people don't do that. They take the safe option. They uh, do what they think other people want them to do. And this goes for the person they marry or don't marry, the job they choose or the job they refuse, and just about everything else in between. I had a gentleman in one of my um, workshops years ago who said to me, he was, he was 70, he said, I've now retired from being an engineer and, and I really want to write poetry. And I said, oh, that's, that's really good. I said, when did you last write some poetry? He said, when I was 22. And I said, okay, that's a rather a long time. And he said, yes, but I, you know, I needed the job and the steady income. But it appeared that in some ways he had shortchanged himself, although he had become wealthy, because there he was at 70 wanting to write poetry, and he had no idea what he wanted to say. He was out of touch with himself. Now, it would have taken a lot of courage, perhaps more courage than most of us can manage, to say at the age of 22, you know, I'm going to follow my poetry and maybe do the engineering as my day job, but I'm really going to follow the poetry, because poetry didn't sell then and it doesn't sell today. It's a, the rare poet who can make a living. But in some ways, he failed to act with courage, and the story of his life, is, as he confessed to me, one of regret. So he'd gained the world in physical terms, but he'd lost an important part of who he could have been if he'd stayed with what he loved. That's acting with courage, staying with what you love and honoring the heartfelt emotions. I love this conversation because so many people listening know, know exactly what they love. I mean, I've gotten clear at this point in my life. You also talk about in your book, uh, this is really, uh, you know, I think we have time to touch upon this a little bit. You, you talk about the cost of not going deep. Yeah. I personally relate to that, uh, especially in terms of the first half of my life. And I, and I think when I, when you and I talked last time, I mentioned that Manly P. Hall, one of his books, The Way of the Lonely Ones, he jumps right out and says that, you know, it truly, none of us can truly build character unless our hearts have been broken. Yeah. And, and I think I know what he says, but you say something really beautiful here. You know, you say those that do not access their animus or anima lead lives that ultimately uh, emo that are ultimately emotionally sterile, and I have never heard that term. Oh. Emotionally sterile. Wow. Yes. I see it so often. And emotionally sterile means that you may have the family or the friends around you, but there's no strong, deep contact with those people. 
or maybe you just don't have the people around you. Um, mm. I've visited many old folks' homes, and there are very lonely people there who don't understand why they're alone. They're just very sad about it. And in some ways, if we don't go deep, if we don't ask ourselves the question, what is it the universe needs from me, if we don't meet the missing part of ourselves, the animus, the anima, that's you know, psychological speak for the, the opposite of who one is, that one has suppressed and perhaps not actually made friends with, then we'll never access the real energy and the real love that can exist within us. You know, we mm. all suppress bits of ourselves because we're, we're always told you know, to be nice and not to be angry with people, and so we suppress that. But you know, if we suppress those real powerful emotions, even the negative ones, we, we suppress all the emotions. It's a bit like um, cutting the lawn, you know. Uh, when we cut the lawn, we reduce the grass to all, all the same height. And we may, in fact, have flowers growing in amongst the, the grasses, and they get reduced to the same height as well. And this is what happens when we don't honor this part of ourselves, this rebellious part of ourselves, that just wants to be acknowledged. And I love honest. it. It is. I mean, it's a lifelong journey. Is it? I mean, yeah. this is a lifelong journey. Um, thank you, Dr. Allen. Thank you so much for joining oh, us here today. Thank you so much for inviting me to be part of this conversation because, as you know, I think this, as we both know, this is such a vital conversation for so many people who have lost their ways, who feel that the vital connection with others is missing, and it's a way for people to get back to their hearts. I hope you will come back so we can talk about part two of your book because I know it will take us at least an hour to do that. (laughs) Your personal message, what would you like to leave us with here today? Dr. Alan Hunter, everybody. I would very much like people to realize that if you're going to invite synchronicity into your life, you have to get out of your own way. And by that I mean... Don't do the things that people expect you to do because that's what everyone always does, but do the things and stand up for the things that feel true to the essence of who you are. Otherwise, you will be living a half-life. I love it. And he will come back, I hope, because we got to get to part two, which is really... There's a couple of tough things going on. Dr. (laughs) Helen Hunter, everybody. Let's take a short break. We have more to come here on the Dr. Pat Show coming up next. Yes, we do. We're going to continue this conversation and now spin it around to emotions and chronic disease. And, boy, there is a need for some flow there. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news. 
educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 